Ciao amici, welcome to Cinema Italiano, the podcast dedicated to the Italian experience as told by film. I recently got to attend the 31st annual Palm Springs International Film Festival in Palm Springs, California, and see the U.S. premiere of the new film Simple Women by Chiara Malta. I got to speak with Chiara after the film to learn more about her inspiration, what production was like, and some of the symbolism and ideas behind her film. The audio quality of the interview is a little rough at times, but I hope you enjoy hearing it and make sure to check out the film. There's a few light spoilers ahead, but not so much plot surprises as it is exploring the movie's themes and messages. Simple Women is opening in Italy this spring, and hopefully a worldwide release will come shortly after. I hope you're able to check it out. I also want to give a special thanks to Chiara for her time. She was so gracious and fun to speak with and I even bumped into her a couple more times throughout the festival. I really enjoyed this film and the conversation we had afterwards, and I can't wait to see what she does next. Grazie, and I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, we are here with Chiara Malta, director of Simple Women, here at the Palm Springs International Film Festival. Um, Chiara, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you too, nice to meet you. Um, I really enjoyed getting to see your film yesterday. Um, if you could please describe a little bit of what your movie is about. It's about uh, a woman uh, that wanted to make a film on her teenage idol. Um, what inspired you to make it? It's very—it's a very original story when you see it. It's very different. Uh, I think that when you want to make a movie, you are inspiring uh, by many things. So in my case, uh, uh, there is a first desire because I want to work with Delina Lovenson uh, because I like the person. She's a, she was a friend of mine at that period. I can say uh, that I was a fan of Elena Lovenson, especially when I was teen. Uh, I didn't know uh, the work of Hal Hartley and Simple Man, uh, the film uh, that uh, it's a sort of became a sort of obsession of my main character. Uh, but I want to work with this actress. And after, uh, there is a story. Um, because a friend of mine was a fan of Elena Lovenson and her Hartley's movie and um, he told me that in uh, Paris a long time ago he met her and he really uh, thought that she was an American actress and Elena told him that she was not American and this sentence, I'm not an American actress, for me was the really start of the movie because I wanted to, to build a movie around this sentence that contains a lot of things, East and West, um, fiction and reality, uh, I'm not what I, you think I am, and many things like that. And, um, and that's it. 
Oh, and how did you first meet Alina? Or how did, or how did you discover her? I, as I told you, I discovered her uh, like, um, like a friend because someone uh, present each other. Uh, so uh, um, she was a friend. And uh, I saw other film in which she plays, uh, a French film. Um, and uh, and I, I like this. Uh, she's uh, a very metamorphical. She's oh, also metamorphosis as an actress. She's uh, this type of. Uh, and the mysterious creature. There is something that is uh, like a mysterious, probably because she keeps. On her, uh, this uh, Romanian origin and uh, work in the United States, but she's not America, so it's a sort of mystery. This eastern part of her. Sure. Yeah. Um, something you just said reminded me um, a line of the film that really stood out in the beginning um, is when Federica and her father are driving in the car and she says to him, it's not an obsession, it's a vocation. Um, it seems like this movie has a lot of sort of blurred lines between what is your job and what's expected of you versus what's something you're obsessed with and something that's really driving you. Um, were those themes that were kind of on your mind when you were making it? Uh, the last part of the question I didn't understand. Oh, I'm very um, sorry. Yeah. Were, were those important ideas when you were making the movie? Uh, you speak about obsession and vocation. See, si. I like this discussion because you don't still know the main character. You probably understood that she works for Vatican, and it's a question of none. And the father speak about that, and the idea of vocation. It's about artists, but even uh, about religious person. So it's a boring uh, thing. Um, and uh, you can imagine that if you have an idol, and even uh, when I speak about this uh, relationship within her and the cinema, you can say that it's an obsession, but it's uh, it's other thing, it's a vocation. And she speaks about the creation, I think, and the sort of deep necessity to do what she will do. And at the end, uh, yeah her own work as an artist and not as an audience. Um, that kind of brings me to my next question. Um, the main character, Federica, is also a filmmaker. Was there any parts of yourself or did it feel autobiographical uh, to make a character like her? I don't know if I decided to put some part of myself in the film just to show to Elena that she was not alone in a way, because I asked to this actress to participate with her own life, we are uh, uh, biographical. Oh, biographical. But here, so uh, to play uh, with a character that was uh, herself, but not completely. Uh, so normally um, an actor play between uh, the person and the character, but in this case the person and the character is just the same in a way. So I ask her to give a little bit more than what we ask normally to an actor. So it's a sort of challenge I think for her and even to, to open herself to speak about uh, her career and even it's not so flattering a portrait uh, in a sure. way. And uh, the fact that I put some 
part of me, the other character that play with her, is just to show to Elina that uh, what I ask to her to do, I can do to in a way, um, in another way. But it's sort of, in the film, it's um, some autobiographical part of me and her, but more on Elina. For me, I think that uh, I have some character that have been inspired from my own family. Uh, for example, the three aunties uh, and even the father of Federica. But uh, for example, this um, uh, this idea, not what happened to the main character since the childhood until uh, until she's 30 years old is not exactly what happened to me. I never worked for the Vatican. I was not a fan of Hartley, and at 15 years old, I didn't do, go to. Uh, Sucker to watch Simple Man. But I have a, a very uh, clear uh, memory of um, uh, what happened in Romania in, in 1989. When you ask me uh, why you do this movie, I think that there is a, a need to speak about this moment because it was the first time that television shows something that happened for real and it was part of our own story. It was a moment uh, important for our generation, I think. And in a way, it seemed to me that it was the end of an idol, too. So there is not all this cinematographical idol. Um, what was your favorite part of working on this movie? But in the shooting, what I liked, it was um, to shoot in Romania, because it was uh, when I, I, I wrote the movie, uh, I imagine this country because I've never been there before. Oh, that was your first time. Yeah. So the moment of the shooting, it was a moment in which I discovered really something as my main character. And we prepared things so it was not I shoot and I discover. I discovered in the moment when, I, when we did the scouting, for example. But uh, uh, I think that... It was a, a shared experience because Elena came back to Romania and discovered this country. So in a way, it was crossing as a mirror always, you know. Oh sure. Um, what was the hardest part of making the movie? All the movies was a little bit hard because I shot in twenty days, so it was so fast. Oh gosh. Um, and somehow, some days uh, for because of the shooting. Plan. Some, some days we have to shoot really a lot, and I needed time, but I have uh, to do with what uh, I have. So, for example, I remember that most of the time when you see a location and there are many scenes, you know that it's uh, do that in cinema. We try to concentrate on the scene in the same location, but sometimes I had a location just for one day. Oh, so one wow. day I had to do many things. So I had the memory of uh, when Elena speak about the strawberries memory. It was a strange day, very hard on set. Uh, speak about the relationship between me and my actors. And it was strange because it was not an easy moment. Uh, there is a really something that happened. But most of the time, uh, there is a relationship. Uh, so when the main character has some problem, 
it happens to me too, I said. Oh. It was like that. So, for example, this moment in which they hurt each other, there is a... Where they fight? They fight. We didn't fight, but there is some tension on set too. It was not... Uh, and the film... Uh, it is alimenting the film itself. So we play like that. Um, did it end on a happy note? By the time the movie was done, was all the tension gone and did things feel good? Yeah, but I speak about tension, but there is some emotional moment and a very intense moment. For example, uh, it was uh, we searched something in a way, and the fact that Elena came back to Bucharest to shoot a movie about her own life, uh, and she really it was not the first time she came back to Bucharest, but in a way, uh, she couldn't imagine when she was 14 years old that one day an Italian director living in France was her to do a film about her life. Because I do the same thing of Federica in a way, because it's a film about her life too. So it was very. Uh, a lot of emotion too, not only tension. But I'm sorry, you asked me if at the end uh, I feel better, in a way, <laughs> is it? Uh, there is an happy hand in a way, because uh, after all, I think that uh, there is not, there is an happy hand, but it's not the hand, because there is never a hand, I think, in this process of searching a sort of, of truth, for truth. I think there is not a final truth, just because the film never ending, we have to restart, because when you want to look behind a representation, it's a sort of game of boxes, you know, so behind the curtain there is another curtain and another curtain, so... Oh, sure. Uh, at the end uh, you can't see, you can't say this is the truth, uh, you have to continue to search. This, this uh, frontier is never done in life, I think. Oh, see. Um, something I noticed was, um, it's not in it, it's not the whole movie, but whenever religion is depicted, it's usually in a positive way. Um, like how Federica sees the Vatican and the help the nuns give her is very good. And I, it struck me because many movies that touch on the Catholic Church, there's badness, and it was kind of nice to see just a positive experience. But because I did a relation, you know, there is a moment in which Federica, after the epileptic cries, she is in the black, and she looks for a light. That is the main, the, mainly the, the work of a director. I think a director try to see something and search something, but when he search. He, doesn't know definitively what you want. You know what what you want, but somehow he search too. So he's in the black and find for a light, and the other help the director to see this light. That is the film because the film exists uh, in an interior landscape. It's not visible uh, for nobody. Just the director is a sort of interior vision, and he oh. has to do that. And for me, when I think to that, I think that people uh, in religion, there is sort of a parallel that they did. Um, 
when I speak about a nun, it was a joke, but uh, in religion it's the same because you believe in a world that you can see. So you have to believe in something. You have, uh, you need, uh, in French we say la foi. You have to believe, you need, you need to believe in something when you do a film. Because nobody can see that. And it's an invisible world that is that is not so far from the idea of, of God. And I remember there is a it's an anecdote, anecdote. It's a little story. Oh, an anecdote. We need a, <coughs> an Orthodox convent for the movie, but in Romania it's very difficult to shoot in a convent, Orthodox convent, oh. monastery. Or convent. Uh, I don't know since when, but they they don't want. And we try, we try, and finally uh, the production company uh, asked me, told me that I have. Uh, they have to convince finally the metropolit, that is the high power of the uh. Orthodox Church. And I remember that among my reason. Uh, I try to find a way to convince them on this necessity uh, to put my character in a monastery. Uh, there is many needs, many reasons. One is that because I work as a mirror in the movie, she works for the Vatican, and in Romania she is uh, in a religious place to do the film, helping the concentration and this idea of a world, a mystery world that nobody can see, you know. But I speak about uh, monk, saying that when I saw this monk in the snow, black interior, thinking, silence, walking in the snow, they let me think to poets. It's so, but they are religious people, you know. But uh, so I put the parallel, I create a parallel between a monk and a poet. But really, when I saw them, I think they are with their hair. They come from another world, I don't know, to sure. say as poets, <laughs> artists in general. They come from another world that the people can see and they try to let this world visible to the other. Um, well, that, that sort of connects to what you were saying about the film and the truth. Like it's something, if faith and religion is something that you know inside and it's a vision you have, but it can't be factual and totally proven, those sort of connect together. Yeah. Um, something that I loved early on, especially so soon after Natale, um, at the beginning was when young Federica is picking out the candy fruit from the panettone. Yeah. Um, are there other parts of the film that are very specific to the Italian experience? Uh, yes, in a way, the hospital, there is an atypical atmosphere that uh, we, I think at my childhood, uh, there is no tenderness in this hospital, it's like a uh -oh. ministry, you know, and uh, I, I was looking for an hospital like that with uh, marmo and uh, the doctor are not tender at all, <laughs> and... Uh, Yes, there is a, a memory of that and the scooter with the teenager. There is just I wanted just to give a taste of memory 
in a way, and not to explain this passion, because I think uh, that is not the object of the movie. Just say, I wanted to speak about the vision and the taste of memory, something that uh, persecutes you in a way, oh, that you have always with on your shoulder, and you have to to have a, a, a bird, you have to, oh, to confront yourself else. with that. Regolamento dei conti. Well, and kind of on the topic of memory, um, the very end of the film, bringing together the past and the present um, and everybody from the childhood and the adulthood of Federica, it sort of reminded me of Fellini's Otto e Mezzo, um, were there any films or filmmakers that inspired you either for this film or just for you as a filmmaker? The fact that all the characters, uh, the, the three age of the character are in the same shot, uh, for me it's the power of cinema, it's a sort of magic in life, it can happen in cinema, yes, so in cinema everything can happen. And for me, having the same character, in the same shot, three ages, was the magical, most magical moment in the film. Uh, and I think that it's not only the fact that they are by the sea um, that give you this impression. Um, it's strange because I arrived to Fellini probably not in a conscious way because it's a very... Fellini for us uh, is our culture, so I don't think while I was riding uh, to Fellini. I have many reasons to arrive on this beach because it's, uh, the film is a sort of tempest and there is a sort of peace by the sea as the end uh, of the, as you know. And it was a sunny day, there is something like that. And after is there is the idea to come back as a circle because the film started with this beach in the same restaurant go back to that, to the origin, and um, uh, and there is a new de departure when you see the sea and you can go to the origin, you know, there is a, something that is open in this beach. Oh, see. And um, so, and I know that there is a... In Fellini's film, we have many, uh, uh, and by the sea, in other films too. But I think that Fellini was somehow, but Fellini is around each director in Italy because it's part of our culture. You know. And I had uh, uh, all that jazz. <laughs> oh, see. Uh, and there is, and I think that even in all the jazz, probably there is some Fellini reference to a sort of show. <laughs> But it was important for me as a movie, and uh, not only uh, cinematographic reference, it had many other reference, and music, and uh, pictures, other, not only on cinema. Oh. But you know, you have, when you, in any case, for this movie, especially for this movie, I was not so conscious of my reference. It was sort of automatic writing, and after I, I the, the most important work is to put some order in this unconsciousness writing. I know that I wanted to speak about representation and what it's behind, 
I have this uh, this need, uh, and it's not the first time I speak about that, or I try to speak about that. So if I had some references, uh, they are most of the time unconscious, I think. And in a way, I had simple men, but because it's the it's an element among the other, because it's. Um, part of the story of my main character, so it's not a reference for my movie, but it's uh, part of the story of Federica. Um, I've last night during the Q&A, I thought what you said about representation was really powerful, how you know Federica has epilepsy, and to see a character with epilepsy on screen is so, is something very different and very meaningful for her. Um, and I think we're in a time in film and everything where representation and diversity and inclusion are very important, so it felt like a very uh, relevant message. Yeah, um, I, I understand, but not everything, uh, but uh, what oh, you say in English. Me piace molto il messaggio, il messaggio di diversità for epilepsy. E è cosa molto necessario per oggi. Ah, in this. Uh, yes, because it's a question of uh, independent cinema on the ground, and there is something that uh, most of the characters, they are not. Even Elena, it's, uh, she comes from underground cinema. My, my main character is a family that would like to have uh, another Federica, probably. She's not, uh, she's outside the line, you know. So I like this type of uh, character because uh, creation uh, it's needs diversity. <laughs> oh, see. Um, well, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, and it's exciting that it's opening and playing around the world. Um, what comes next for you? What are you working on now? I work on a next uh, movie, but it's too early to speak about oh, this see. Uh, subject. And uh, I, I, I wait for the release uh, of the film in Italy. Uh, that it will be released in the spring. Oh, wow. And uh, because uh, I would like to show to Italian models the film, so I'm excited about that. Um, and uh, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much. I love the film so. and getting to speak with you. Thank you too.